This podcast replay is brought to you by HialeahParkCasino.com, your entertainment destination. Casino, poker, dining, and simulcast racing so you can wager on some of the best tracks in the country. Go to HialeahParkCasino.com to sign up for promotions, giveaways, and events. Steve Calibro, he's in the house. He's ready to go. There you go. How the hell are you doing? Um, well, not better than you because you're giving away a Mercedes. I mean, you, you, you're like Santa Claus here. April away birthday. People aren't believing us. Alfa Romero, then a Ford F-150 Lightning, and now a Mercedes Benz, dude. But they're not believing because it's April 1st. But it's really going to happen. It's going to happen. <laughs> I'm telling you. It's going to happen. It's, it's, it's a beautiful car. I'm not a Mercedes fan, you know. Uh-huh. But I'd buy that. I'd buy that. I'd drive that thing. Well, yeah, well, of course. That's a nice one. It's a nice Look, one. It's like a, it's a Mercedes with an iPad in it. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, you know, it's like a, it's a, almost like you know, I like toys in my cars. You know, as many toys and options as you can get. I uh, and and this this one's got some nice toys. Yeah, it's, it's a beauty. It's like when you're a kid, and somebody pulls in with a new Cadillac. And the Cadillac always was the, 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 the car that had the most, most bells and whistles. Every time it had all the newest gadgets of whatever it was, Cadillac was always on oh, top yeah. of it. I could tell you, I'm going to tell you a gadget that I don't think I could do without. You know, like, we all really would have a hard time. This is not what I'm, I'm going to say one before that. We really would have a hard time without like automatic windows, right? I mean, like, oh, come God, on, like, yeah. or door locks, you know, that would be like my kids. I remember my kids were about in their teens, you know, and or yeah, they're about in their late teens. And I had somehow I got an old truck and it didn't have power windows and power doors. And they thought it was really cool that you had to wind up the window. They, they were like thinking it was cool good because they'd never seen it you know so so that's something you never imagined but i got a new i got another gadget on a car that i think is a no-brainer well, i like the electric window one because that no, is but the, the blind spot mirror have you have where your drive your your rear view mirror has a little, little yeah, light. The, yeah i gotta tell you i don't think i could buy because i have it in my car and they don't have it in my wife's car and I think I'm going to get I'm get myself in trouble when I drive my I don't think I want to drive my wife's car because you get a little lazy because you look over, you see the thing, you don't move over. Right. And then when you're driving, I'm driving her car, I look over, I don't see it because it doesn't have the gadget. Right, it doesn't have it. Right. <laughs> I can get yeah. myself in a jam. You and know? sometimes, yeah. <laughs> you right. know? Whoa, so, wait a minute. I didn't see it. I blind so I like spot. The, the yeah. blind spot light, I love it. I don't think I'll ever buy a car that doesn't have it. Yeah, no, that's, uh, that's And actually- the Mercedes has it. Oh, yeah, there you go. There you go. But you're not eligible. That's the problem. I am not eligible. I am not. You know, I'm going to have Sean is eligible. Sean's eligible. He is. Sean, Sean could, all you have to do is play. You yeah. come in, the more you play, the more entries you get. That's it. You don't even have to win or lose. It doesn't matter. If you That's win, it. if you win, you hundreds still and hundreds of machines here. So you get uh, eight, to play eight. and you get to get in. What was for the number? The Mercedes giveaway. What was the number? Did you, did you, you say, you want me to say the number again? I just said hundreds. No. That's it. You don't want me to say the number. No, right? don't say the number because <laughs> the next it time we've got to give tickets. I it wanna... went up a little from the last time. It went up a little, okay. All right, good. Literally, in the last 10 days, it went up about seven or eight, you know? <laughs> we squeezed them in in the, in the back corner there, you know? <laughs> Honestly, it's a true story. I mean, you think I'm not... Uh... I'm surprised. You know, I'm surprised while you guys are doing boxing in the back area where the roof is, that you didn't have some kind of tables or stuff like that while people are... You know, we can't. It's all the, re- you know, we're so heavily regulated. The casino. So has you can't to- really move it around. No, it has to be in a confined area. 
you know, and, and, you know, confined, like the slots at least. So the confined area has to be four walls and the entrances are all monitored by security. It's kind of like... Because I was thinking about that the other day. I was going, can you imagine if you can bring out some tables this and then some people could be playing, you know, blackjack and watching boxing? Would be cool as hell. It's super it's, cool. It's sort of like the blackjack tables in the pools in Vegas. Right. Come on, that's as cool as it gets. You yeah. swim up to a blackjack table, you got a couple hundred wet dollar, you know, hundred dollar bills and, you know, but, you know, you're looking cool and you walk, you know, the sights are ridiculous. What's the name of that hotel? It's got the big ass pool with all the big screens and all that. Um, oh, oh, the new one downtown. Yeah. The one in downtown, the one in uh, Fremont. Yeah. So I was told the best experience to watch Monday night football Two guys, and we were going to go, we're, we're going to go next year because um, we go out for the show on Monday and we watch Monday Night Football, which is, you know, 5 o'clock. You know, we could, we could talk to Mr. Brunetti and build something like that here with all those pool, the pools and the big screens. Well, we and can't because they won't let us put – Vegas is the, – the regulators are really cool. They want to put the blackjack tables in a pool. Our guys are like, you know, they're nice. Okay, so we don't they're put the good, blackjack but cool. tables. But, <laughs> but, but can you imagine in the middle of the track we make it all pools and big screens and all that? That would become the ultimate <laughs> sports bar well, in South Florida. So, John Bernetti could get inspired when I take him out there to Vegas in o this October. That's it. We're going there because he wants to go and because we, us, we were together. Ideas? Yeah, well, he when we were together, when the people were ranting and raving about how great this, I forget the name of that hotel. It was uh, it's a it's with a C, man. Uh, I, I forgot, the, but it's like uh, it, it's, it's downtown. Not, it's, it's not in, circus, but it's um, circa. 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 Yes. Circa. Circa. Yes, Circa. That's and, it. and their pool is just knocked circa. down the best. But I do have another thing to talk about besides the Mercedes. Okay. All these quarterbacks and free agency. So Daniel Jones making $40 million, Lamar being well, they, represented they, you by know, the himself. Giants thing, the Giants thing, they were locked in a awkward position because they didn't want to lose Saquon. But then they couldn't... Uh, tag him because then they then but, they have to let jones go and then test the market which again to me is crazy that they even gave him that contract but whatever i'm not necessarily still a daniel jones believer but i think they wanted to keep both and keep the continuity of it and so that's why they agreed to one and then tagged the other but apparently they're going to give him a contract too when yeah, it's all said and done but i hope it's so i heard they offered about 13. the right. tag is 10 right 10 change and I think they offered him somewhere around 13, but I hope it, it maybe it inches up to like 15 or 16 because seems I understand he's a running back. He's not and a he's quarterback, in, and he's injury prone. I I, <coughs> I wouldn't want it to go up to 15 if I'm the if I'm the Giants fan. No, I'm I'm sort of on his side personally. Yeah, I know. I get what you're saying. <laughs> not on I get what you're saying, side, but if I'm, the, <laughs> if I'm the team, he's an injury prone guy. He's had a lot of injuries, but he looked and, like a beast this year because he's always been a beast. He, he, but this year he was looking looking a, good. If he stays healthy, you know he's a yeah, beast. He's, but he plays a collision position. So yeah. all right, Lamar Jackson, yes. represented by his mother. Now yes. I know it's represented it's by himself. Ridiculous. I mean, come on. Stupid. I don't know if people. I don't know if your view. Most of your viewers, they're they're astute sports fans, so they probably know this, but. But the maximum that a, a uh, agent can charge an NFL player is 3%. Yeah. Right? So I'm sure that Lamar could have got a 2% deal. And then there's so much more that that agent can do for the player. That's no, stupid. 
it's, I mean, it's, 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 it's short-sighted. I mean, what he played for it, this year was was under uh, under under what he should have played for. Well, he should have had his contract two years ago. Right, exactly. So he'd be at a real agent. And this year was twenty-three million, right? Right. So, he, and then next year he's going to play. Well, at this point in time, right. he'll play for thirty-two million. Here's a guy that should be playing for way more than that. I don't understand how he's he's messing up. He, he, he's a kid from Pompano Beach. I get it, but doesn't he understand the value of of Spending a couple million dollars no. for a, for an agent? No, it's very ignorant. It's uh, bad. there's no there's no other way to. It's just dumb. It's not good business. It's you know it, it, there's a reason why there are agents for certain businesses. You need it. So if you're an actor or an actress, you need it. If you're in my business, you need it. If you're an athlete, you need it. It's just the way it is. There are certain things because they will open doors for you. They know more people than you. They will open up opportunities for you. You know, it's just different, man. You've, you've got to be able to understand that you're, you're going to make more money in the long term with an agent than you are without him because you're worried about giving away 1%, 2 or 3%. Come on, dude. Give me a break. I mean, so... So let's. So you either get 97, 98, or 99 percent. That isn't enough for you. <laughs> yeah, I out, mean, of, out of a 274 Christ, million dollar contract. I mean, come I don't on, know. Bro. Come on, that's uh, that's borders on. Yeah, a little it's dumb, stupid. right? A little it's dumb, right? Stupid. So, so where do you think he ends up? You think he plays in Baltimore? Because there's a lot of teams being talked about. Like, I think he stays in Baltimore after a long holdout. So, okay, that's one. That's certainly one scenario, and a very likely one. But they're talking like Detroit could grab him. They have the first-round draft picks. I know that, but but Jared Goff actually played well for them. Yeah. I don't think that head coach – see, the, the we just talked about this with Andy Barons before. It's not just about giving up the two first-round picks. It's not about just giving up the fully guaranteed contract. You now have to change your entire offense to accommodate him. So you have to run a specific offense yeah. for Lamar Jackson. He can't come in and take over here in Miami and run the same offense because he's not a passer. Okay, what about... He's a runner. Okay, you know who could do that? The Colts. They could change their whole offense. But why would they? Because they're in tra major transition as it is. Yeah, but Frank Reich is not your... He's not going to have a running no, offense. No, no, the Colts. Isn't, it, isn't no, Frank Reich, Reich at Reich's the, gone. Oh, Reich's out. Who's, who's at the Colts now? Um, what's his name? Reich is out. And but Reich isn't is, it a quarterback guy also? Uh, it, is a, it is an offensive guy. Might be a quarterback guy. Reich's at, uh, what's his name? Uh, Carolina, Just like right? Washington. I, you know, I don't think that the new coordinator who came from Kansas City, the enemy, is going to want to run that kind of an offense when he wants a passer, and that's where he came yeah. from. Who is it? Shane Oh, okay, so the Eagles' offensive coordinator. So yeah, that that, that is a Colts, little like it. That's a little the, like now it. the Colts is you know the Colts are a possibility. Yeah. Total transition, offensive coordinator. Just that's a good one. You know that's an interesting one. That's you a know? good one. Now now the the thing is the Colts could offer him a nice deal, a better deal, and well, but all the question, can match it. But but does anybody want to give him a fully guaranteed contract? I, all right, so let, let me, I want to. That's what he keeps waiting for, supposedly. And 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 I think he's stuck on Cleveland ownership's mistake. Yeah. Okay. Like I mean, at some point, somebody needs maybe an agent could tell him, but or maybe his mother will. But he would but, probably fire the agent for telling him that. <laughs> but 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 basically, you got to say, you know what, Deshaun Watson got unbelievably lucky. 
he found a team that was, you know, frivolous in terms of how they were going to spend because now I do believe that Baltimore's $274 million offer was a good offer. I think the 133 guaranteed could have been a little higher. And I think an agent could have got him like 150 or something like that, or 100. Well, that, that's what would have, that would have happened two years ago. The problem is now he's dead set on the Watson deal. Yeah, he's a- and and I don't know if anybody is going to give him, you know, that complete deal. You you know the the Indy one is actually kind of interesting. But I, I, again, does Indy want to give up the two first round picks? Do they want to give up a fully guaranteed contract? And change their entire offense for him. But maybe that, that's the question. Maybe, and I'm going to say something. You're going that's to say a huge question. I'm going to give you your answer before I say like not a chance. You're going to say right. But maybe Indy doesn't have to give him fully guaranteed. They give him 180 million. That's 30 million a year guaranteed. You know what I mean? I don't, I, maybe I don't you know. You know what I mean? And 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 still 275 million. And look, I think there's bad blood in Baltimore too. Oh yeah. Yeah, you know, it's been a little bit tight, dicey to say the least. But anyhow. Uh, but I, but again, I I don't know who to blame there. Am I blaming Baltimore because they don't want to give him a a fully guaranteed? No, I'm not. No, I got to I got to blame. And, and and I got to say something. He still shows me that he does nothing in the playoffs. After all that, it's a it's a regular season <laughs> offense that gets stopped in the playoffs every single time. And in the regular season, it's really hard to prepare for that from week to week because nobody can you know actually do it as in practice throughout the week to get you prepared for it. So it's something that gives them a little bit of an advantage. But then once you get to the playoffs, the elite defenses are there now. Yes. And then they find a way to to, slow him down. Yeah, they can contain him. And and they do what they do with Derrick Henry. That, okay, let's stack the box, make the quarterback beat us. And so that's what they do. They stack the box and they say, Lamar, make your arm beat us. And and then it gets troublesome. Now, I can tell you, it'll be interesting in a year, Definitely in two years, because the Deshaun Watson mistake could be exempt. Like it could be five times bigger. What happens right. if, well, what happens it, if it, the, it will the then, Deshaun it, doesn't it, work out? It will then become the owner's weapon. Yeah, it, because the owners will be able to use it as as you a, see. A, this a, is why we don't happened. do it because one, it risks injury, and two, look, there's a player that's a complete waste, and they're paying him. All this money, which I think that's what the owners are wishing. They're hoping that Deshaun Watson is a disaster, so that way it doesn't justify it in any way possible. Yeah. And so far it hasn't, because he didn't look good So you know, when he came back. Uh, we'll see now that he has an offseason and all that, will he return Listen, to form? If they are under 500 and they don't make the playoffs, I think it's entering the failure zone oh for sure you know what i mean it's for sure definitely entering the failure sure. zone if they sure. go two years where they're like a you know a nine and 18 it's failure it's a failure you know what i mean you're paying yeah. that much money but yeah i don't know the good thing is here moving off of the football well, the good thing for cleveland is they they will they will be at the hall of fame game to celebrate their player going into the hall of fame so there you go at least they they get to celebrate that that was smart by the way by the hall of fame to to use Cleveland and the Jets are getting two players into the Hall of Fame, so it's Jets and the Browns That's in the cool. Hall of Fame. Game. That's very cool. Uh, uh, we were hoping Miami, but those are those are are one Cleveland is right there, and then two New York is a much bigger market, and yeah. Dallas was going to have also Dallas has two players going in, oh. and then they travel, 
and their ratings. And we have one. We have one. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, but but the Dallas Cowboy fan base and the ratings yeah, and all yeah, that crap. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. nationwide America's yeah, team. All that crap. Yeah. But one last thing about football, and then I'll get off football because it's just my opinions, but the Jets and Aaron Rodgers. You think it happens, yay or nay? Uh, I think it actually may happen, but I, I think it's going to be a disaster. I'm hoping it's – so here's – as a Dolphin fan – and as an anti, and, and let me just say before I say anti, I think Aaron Rodgers is a very talented guy. Yeah, I but just, he's an asshole. Yeah, I exactly. So I'm not, I'm not a big fan, right? So I'm an anti, you know, anti Aaron. You don't have guy. to, you don't have to, you don't have to preface anything. <laughs> well, probably, I think most of us know that the guy's kind of a jerk. Yeah, yeah, I mean, although you know, Big O, I was thinking about just going into a dark room for a week or so. You think I, maybe I could just find myself, uh, you know, next week if. Sean, maybe, you know, sometime. Uh... We'll talk to you from a dark <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, right. We'll, we'll, next, yeah. Week, next week's yeah, game, yeah, we'll, yeah. Do it, we'll do it I from mean, a dark I think, room. I think, he's just, I think he's just a total fool, you know. I think he's, a, you know what he is? He's, I think he loves to make things that, he likes to do things that create attention for him. You know, yeah. He's almost like like a, like a kid that wants to be the most popular kid in school, but everybody hates him. But anyhow, so that being said, at some level, as a Dolphin fan, at a big, at a high level, I'd like the Rodgers to go to the Jets and for us to crush the Jets this season, both in the home game and the away game. That would just be oh, like a beautiful, beautiful thing, you know. I, I beautiful. Think, you know, I, you hate to wish. I don't wish bad on anybody, but I'm wishing good against. I'm wishing good for the Dolphins against the Jets' new team. Although I will tell you. Forget about Rodgers for a moment. The Jets had like some moments of glory there, and when that running back got hurt, yeah, that was the problem. That was the problem. Yeah, yeah. They, that they, guy was no, a beast. They, they actually have some good talent there. That that team is like, like if if Aaron actually goes with his head screwed on ride and all that, they actually could make some noise. So I just kind of think he's on the way down, and I think he's going to do some stupid stuff and say stupid stuff and. I think he and the New York media are going to clash. And, uh, it's going to be a mess. But yeah. why not Garoppolo there? Think, I don't know. That's a, that's a question. I mean, now, now, again, I think the durability issues with Garoppolo are huge because every year practically of his career he's been injured. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I think that that would be the, the issue. With, and Garoppolo has that thing of he chokes in a big moment and he has that also. He got to the Super Bowl. He was and, winning in the fourth quarter. And he missed that guy wide open in the end zone that he could have and won. And the defense gave up touchdowns. No, I know. I'm but, gonna, now, I know he's a fellow Italian guy. Okay, so I'm not, I don't want to be prejudiced here and, and just be rooting for him because he's got an Italian last name. Yeah, but but it, it, he was winning in the fourth quarter of and, a Super Bowl. And he Bowl. could have won if he hit that guy in the end zone. He could have. Man. But if the queen had balls, she'd be king. But, but, the, the, but I'm but just it, telling you, the rap he gets is that. But That's what defense, he gets. The defense laid down in the fourth quarter. Uh, it, but the defense didn't get blamed. You, right now, everybody, uh, every one of your viewers, oh, that's San Francisco 49ers defense is great, right? And Garoppolo blew the game. Yeah. Right? I mean, I don't know. I think it's a little hard. I'm not saying he's he's not Aaron Rodgers. He's No, he's not. He's, he's not definitely Aaron not. He's he's not hasn't, he hasn't even accomplished any of that. But that's the problem with him. So he has that knock and the injury stuff. So if you don't trust him in the in key moments and he gets injured, that's kind of a yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That, that's kind of a a tough one right there. Yeah. yeah. But in the New York market, he'd kick ass. He'd be, he'd have all kinds of endorsements. Oh my god, he'd be like yeah, uh, he, but the problem is he doesn't have, you know, Namus personality 
to be able to handle the New York market. So if things go awry, I think uh, he's kind of a shell guy. Yeah, yeah, he'll, you know he'll, what I mean? he'll, yeah, he'll, yeah, he'll shut and, down. And whereas you know, Namath could take people on. You know, he he was he he had that he had that 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 uh, that that, that uh, personality. Uh, Jimmy's not that guy. You know, listen. So. I could just. I'm going to leave you with this. Okay. You, you ended on a fa fabulous note for me. Joe Namath was a little bit of my like, like boyhood hero. I'm sure I'm, for a lot of people. Remember, you, you know, <laughs> this. Is, I'm going to try to make this concise. He's you, cool. He got all the women, and he was a badass quarterback. And and he was a 19 point underdog, and he guaranteed the win. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's about as cool as it gets. But everything about him is cool. But you know the you know the show. And he wore a fur coat in the sidelines. You know I mean, the show, you know, The Wonder Years. You get away, of course. You know, Fred Savage is the yeah. kid, and he drives his bicycle with a Jets jacket. Yeah. Okay. Well, that is depicted in 1969. In 1969, I was 11 years old. I had a Jets jacket. I drove a little bicycle with banana ham handlebars. Wait, wait, wait! You're you're not gonna believe this. You're you're, you're all of so your viewers. So you were hitting on what? What was wait, her name? Uh, when, was uh, uh, Winnie. Wendy. Winnie. I, I, Winnie. No. Winnie. Were Winnie, you hitting on Winnie had, too? There, there was a Winnie in eighth grade. There was a Winnie. Okay. She looked like Winnie. <laughs> it was uh, what was? Uh, she lived across the street from my best friend Tony. I forget her name right now, but she looked like Winnie, right? You're not gonna believe this. Okay, I also was a huge Mets fan, the amazing Mets. I can recite the entire 69 lineup, you know, Jerry Grody, you know, Ed Crane Poole, Kenny Boswell, but the whole crew, right? The starting rotation. So I'm, you say, I thought that they did a television show about Steve Calibro. It was the Wonder Years. Now, now you're going to say, Steve, come on, it's a coincidence. What, let me just share with you one factoid. The creator of the Wonder Years is about four or five years older than me and went to my high school wow. and lived in my hometown. Remember, Fred Savage was 12 in the show Wonder Years, wearing a, ja a Jets jacket, rooting for so, Joe Namath. So I was 11. So you just sue him? <laughs> I think he stole my life. Uh, this guy, the creator. You got to sue him, bro. <laughs> you got to no. sue him for doing that. No, what? This one year off. I was eleven. Fred Savage was twelve. It's, it's, the, it's, it's nil, bro. You got a name, image, it likeness. It was my life. It was my life. I'm driving around with a bicycle with banana handlebars. You, you need to sue him, dude. <laughs> yeah, I'd be somebody. Yeah, Anyhow. you wouldn't be talking to us schmucks. You'd actually be somewhere. Anyhow, I just wanted to share that. That's a. It's all factoid true. The creator of the of the Wonder Years went to John F. Kennedy High School. There you and go. So did I. Fred Calibro. <laughs> Already. General yeah. manager here at Hialeah Park. <laughs> Winnie, Winnie, yeah, Winnie. Yeah, yeah. I forget yeah. her so name. So if you want to Winnie a, Winnie a Mercedes great. Benz, <laughs> come on down and play here and meet Fred Calibro. Okay? Right. It'll, be, it'll be a wonder. For you to to meet him, <laughs> oh, good. It'll, it'll make your year. No pun intended. You please, know, that's what it's all about. <laughs> make so, your year. It's a wonder. and who knows if you win that Mercedes, you might be able to go pick up Winnie, whoever was your Winnie <laughs> back in the day. You can go visit her and see, see what seen. happened to me. I got a Mercedes. <laughs> I haven't then, seen, I haven't seen know? Winnie since eighth grade. She went to the Catholic high school. I went to the public high school. There you go. There you go. This is a chance, folks. Come on out here. Play the games. You might win your Mercedes, and you might win your Winnie. It's a beautiful thing.
All right, big guy. All right. <laughs> big, big All right, Steve. Appreciate you, my Take brother. Care. Thanks, All my true. <laughs> oh, I got to love it. Got to love it. Thank you, Steve. All right. And, and seriously, the, the Mercedes is downstairs. You, you got to come see it and check it out. Come play all the games, and ever, the more you play, the more entries you earn. They will give it out on April Fool's Day, okay? Seriously, it's not a joke, okay? Uh, agents make between 4 and 10% of players' contracts. No, they don't. Uh, they only go up to 3%. If you guys don't know anything about the business, now, entertainment business, yes, they could take up to 10%. Yeah, that could happen. In the NFL, it's no more than 3%. There's one agent that they call him 1%, and they use his last uh, last or first name? First name, actually. And uh, he undercuts a lot of people because he takes 1%. Um, not going to say the guy's name. Uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. No, they don't. Uh, uh, no 10%. Also, another guy got it wrong. Uh, do, 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 do. I say Jimmy goes to the Raiders, Texans, or Panthers unless the Jets can't get Rodgers. I, I like that, Jason. I think that's about right. I think Rodgers will end up there in New York uh, when it's all said and done because New York will be desperate enough to to do the things that Green Bay needs needs uh, for compensation purposes. And then I can see Garoppolo ending up in those areas. Makes sense. And I think, by the way, the Raiders are going to be, like, kind of desperate to get him because they'll need some – they're not going to get an elite quarterback, so they'll get another guy, and I think Garoppolo would be a guy. Um, and plus he knows him too, so he knows the system. Yes. I just do um, for the chatters that are, it's sports agents generally receive between four and fifteen of the playing contract and ten to twenty percent of the athlete's endorsement contract. Although these figures vary, NFL agents right. are not permitted to receive more than three percent, right. and NBA agents not more than four percent. Right. Yeah. Yeah. NFL agents. I know it's not three. I didn't know it was four in the NBA. That I learned right now. Yeah. Uh, but I knew in the NFL that they don't get more than three percent. So now 10% in, in the entertainment, in my business, uh, there are agents that take 10%, yes, in my business. But in the NFL, it's already, it's already figured out. It's 3%. Oh, do you listen to Latin music? If so, who are you a fan of? Uh, I don't listen to any, any Latin pop music. None at all. I have no interest in it whatsoever. Never have, never will. Uh, I really don't even take the music seriously, to be quite honest. That's pretty insulting, but I don't. Um, I, I listen to, you know, Paquito de Rivera. Um, I listen to um, Jesus Alemani, uh, Mario Bauza, um, you know, um, like Cuban jazz, Latin jazz, you know, that kind of stuff. That's the kind of stuff that I listen to. Okay, um, there is some stuff, classic stuff, like Conjunto Universal, that is kind of popish that I'll listen to a little bit, but more often than not, a lot of the stuff that they play on radio, I have zero interest in 
listening to Braulio or Pimpinela or any of that kind of shit, okay? Uh, I have no interest in any of that. Uh, but I do have a major interest in, in, in Hispanic jazz, Hispanic, you know, music that you know, requires like serious musicians, you know, that kind of stuff that I can get into, but not the pop music stuff, uh, pop music stuff. I have no attraction to it whatsoever. I find it cheesy as a mofo, you know, so that's Celia's good. I can listen to Celia. Celia is uh, one that I can listen to. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's kind of the old stuff, kind of like Conjunto Universal. Yeah, but not, I, I, that's the kind of stuff you dance to, okay? Little merengue and that kind of stuff. I, I, that, to enjoy it in that sense, in the dancing, I can do that. But to, like, hang out in my house or the car and jam, like, you know, Latin pop, no. There's, no, I'd rather have bamboo shoved in my nails. Uh, who do I want as my backup QB? I've said it already. Give me, uh, give me um, the uh, porn stash. Um, Minchu, Gardner Minchu, Andy Dalton. Give me something like that as my backup, and I'm fine. I'm good with that. Uh, do, 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 do. Basically, you don't like uh, Chusma music. Can't say I blame you, bro. <laughs> Devin Jordan, that, this is the first super chat of the day, right? Uh, Big O, what's your thoughts on Sean Kemp's? I don't know the facts. My problem with the Sean Kemp story, doggy, is is it a drive-by? Because there's some report that somebody stole some something from him, and I think a phone or something. I think is what I read, and that he went tracking the phone. And when he went to find the guy that had the phone, the guy shot at him and he shot back. I don't know what the real story is. So I, I, I got to get all the facts. I don't know. Was he defending himself? Was he assaulted? Was, I, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know. So until you tell me exactly what went on, Devin, I don't have an opinion. The only opinion I have is how did Sean Kemp get really fat doing cocaine? weird no obviously not you're supposed to look like Pookie like he he ate his way out of the league with cocaine it's weird that's Devin get me to the answer the answer to that story from 20 years ago how did he eat his way out of the league with cocaine? That's what I want. Inquiring minds want to know. Just saying. This guy was skinny, got fat and fat and even fatter. And he had a cocaine problem. Doesn't make any sense. Doesn't add up. Was he snorting baking soda? Was he snorting like sugar? Uh, reggaeton, 
nah, doesn't doesn't do much for me, to be quite honest. Now I'm not much of a reggaeton guy. Nah. Now, if you want to play some reggaeton and my wife wants to shake her ass in front of me at the house, I'm good with that. Okay? Uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. I don't blame you for not liking reggaeton at all. I'm not a big fan of it either. Yeah, it's kind of all sounds the same to me. <laughs> Listen to Yoko Ono. Maybe Kemp forgot to take cocaine light. I don't know what it was, bro, but it was it was the weirdest thing in the world. So that fat guy has a cocaine problem? The, no. You're lying to me. He's smoking too much and eating too much. That's what he's doing, right? He can't be on cocaine. <laughs> Maybe he's snorting the powdered sugar from the funnel cakes. <laughs> he had to have. He had to have. Uh, besides Greta yesterday going to that concert, uh, some really good news was announced uh, this morning. The Cure, July 1st at Miami-Dade Arena, baby. I will see you there. That is one of my favorite bands of all time, The Cure. My four bands, okay, that I kill to see anytime, anywhere. This has been my life forever. We have newer bands like Greta, I go see anywhere, but they're not at this level that, you know. And it's Iron Maiden, it's U2, it's The Cure, and The Fix. Those four bands, I will kill to see those four bands. As many times as I possibly can see them, I love those bands, okay? Those are my favorite bands right there, those four. So the cure, <laughs> I do not miss. I saw them the last time they came both nights at, at uh, Bayfront. And they did 54 different songs in two nights. 54 different songs in two nights. Okay. Do me a favor. Look up the, uh, the cure tour dates, 2023. Do they perform anywhere else in Florida? Because I'm thinking I might go to the other concert wherever it is in Florida because 60% of that concert will be completely different than the one I'm going to see in Miami. They got to play another date in Florida, bro. It can't, it can't be only Miami. That's the only thing I didn't look up this morning. When I saw that come across my email, I was like, all right. I love it. The cure is coming, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Pookie, did you catch the Chris Rock Netflix special? Dude got crispy. Yes, I saw it. I talked about it on Monday. Two days after they, or two days before? So June 29, Tampa, and July 1st, Miami. Okay, so I'm going to go to both. I'm going to go to the Tampa one too. Definitely. I'm going to go to the Tampa one. So I'll go to both. So. Those of you in Tampa, I'll see you there. And here in Miami, I'll see you there. I'll be at both. Got to go to both. Um, what were you guys? Oh, yes, Chris Rock. I talked about it on uh, Monday, I think it was, on the show or Tuesday. I don't know if you did. Did you do anything on that? Did you do a segment on that one? Yeah. No? Okay. Uh, just so you I, I said the same. I'll say the same thing I said the other day. The special wasn't that good. 
it wasn't that funny. If you're honest with yourself, it wasn't that funny. It wasn't like bigger and blacker, right? Was the one, uh, it wasn't like, I could come up with a few other Chris Rock stand-ups that are way better than this one. It was forced. It was like he was dying to get to the end almost. He even forgot a joke and everything and the order of it and all that. Um, I didn't find it to be laughing my ass off funny. I, I wasn't Richard Pryor on the Sunset Strip. It wasn't Eddie Murphy raw or delirious. It wasn't um, a whole bunch of uh, George Carlin stand-ups that were way better than that. Um, a bunch of Chris Rock ones that are way better than that. This was a mediocre performance when it came to the first 55 minutes of the show of comedy. It was all right. I didn't, you know, I looked over to my wife and I said, I'm not really laughing a lot. I think there was once where I kind of, you know, laughed a little bit. But if you're honest with yourself, the stand-up routine itself wasn't that funny. There was a lot of, um, the man had a lot of shit on his chest to get out. And that's kind of what it was. And, and by the way, God bless him. He needed to get this off his chest. He needed to express himself. Okay? He needed to do it. it, it that therapy was, was required for Chris Rock. Okay? That part I, that's the part I totally understand about that special with Chris Rock. The therapy was justifiable. It was needed. It was required. It was therapeutic for him. So he, he deserved that moment because he was thoroughly embarrassed. And not that any of us are holding anything against him. We hold it against Will for... for, for and let me tell you something. Where I was wrong, uh, when it first happened, I, I was behind Will. I had no problem defending your wife. Now, I didn't know about this whole mess. My God, we all found... I'm sure most of us had no idea what was going on and this whole mess, and he's banging... She's banging you know, his, his, her, her son's friend, and, and he has his own, you know, relationships of playing for the home team or playing, you know, for another team or whatever. And so it's a, it's a mess, that, that family. That, that whole thing is a mess. And I had no idea that it was this. Like, we were, we were now led into how messy of a relationship that is, how much she cared about Tupac and all that. All these kind of things that you, if you didn't know, you found out. And then it just became like a really disturbing story how these people act like parents and why maybe their two kids are kind of screwed up. You know what I'm saying? Um, but if you're honest with yourself, the stand-up was mediocre. It wasn't really a good stand-up at all. I wouldn't require... That stand up to, I, I, I'm sorry, I would not, uh, not require, I wouldn't uh, um, recommend. recommend, thank you. I wouldn't recommend that stand up to anybody. I would tell them, speed up to the last 10 minutes of the show and watch him talk about the Will Smith situation. And that's it. And that's all it was and on Netflix on Saturday night. That's all it was. The rest, you can have it. I wasn't impressed whatsoever with that stand-up. 
Uh, Don Rickles has done a, a, a hundred stand-ups better than that. I could just go on and on and talk about all kinds of Sebastian Manikowsko, right? Uh, I, I, I'm probably butchering his last name. I've seen several of his stand-ups that are way better than the shit I watched on Saturday night from Chris Rock. He forced this special, okay? But I understand the method behind it, okay? I get it. To go back to an old Chris Rock line, right? I don't condone it, but I understand. So I, uh, I'm not the condone it part, but I understand. I'll take that line from, from an old Chris Rock stand-up. Tons of stand-ups that I'd rather see than that one. That one, you can forget about it. You can throw it in the trash. Give me the last 10 minutes and we're done. Knight, thank you for the love on the super chat. He says, Zadarius Smith asked for his release. Flo's making friends. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, oh, my buddy is a drug and alcohol cons counselor. And she said that it's common for people on powder can go without eating and then after gorge themselves. Typic typically stuff high in sugar. So you get really coked up and then when you come down, you start eating. Okay. And you eat all kinds of sugar. All right. I'm just used to seeing skinny people that are that are coke addicts i i just don't see a ton of fat people that are co or no wait a minute i'm sorry i don't see a ton of skinny people become fat while they're using cocaine now there are fat people that then go use cocaine well then you know john belushi's great example that's a fat guy that was on cocaine all the time so i get that part but he was already fat like sean kemp was skinny and all he did was get fatter and fatter and just, just the weirdest story to hear that that guy had a cocaine problem. And it's like, it wasn't really that much of a problem. That's, I mean, that's kind of the way I look at it. He didn't do enough coke. Oh, man. Let's see what else. Elephant ears and, and funnel cakes are two different things. Oh, now you guys are screwing up with me here. How come it says funnel cakes on the damn truck and they're selling elephant ears? I, I don't know. You guys are tripping me out. All I know is give me my elephant ear with brown sugar and I'm fine. Okay? I wish my wife knew how to make an elephant ear. That would be like, my God. I would clean the toilets if she could do that. Uh, what else do we have? Uh, Karen says, is the cops theme considered reggae music? If so, that's my favorite reggae song. <laughs> what you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? It is, it is reggae. It is reggae and it is super catchy. Yes, sir. Funnel cakes are more made by pouring the dough into a bottle or funnel, hence the name funnel cakes, then squeezing out slowly to create long stringy dough lines. Elephant ears, on the other hand, are made by rolling the dough flat, almost right. like a pizza, right. so it is thin. So right. there's I see your them two do difference. That. There's your differences. Okay. The elephant ears, I guess, are the thinner 
ones, whereas the fluffier ones are technically funnel cakes. Oh, okay. Fluffy. Fluffy. Big O, I ain't going to lie. Chris Rock did sound like he was venting. Yeah, and, and you know what, Devin? He deserves to vent. Everything he did that night on Saturday was justified. Okay? He had to give Will and Jada a lot of shit. He was right. They took their shit, or Will took his shit out on him. When deep down inside, Will has problems with himself and with Jada. Because clearly he has his own demons that he's, you know, flip-flopping back and forth, allegedly, between sexuality. And then, obviously, he's also got to worry about, you know, his wife who's, you know, screwing around and all that kind of stuff. And that she has this, you know, uh, undying commitment to, to a guy that's not even on earth anymore in Tupac Shakur. So, yeah, I have no problem. You can tell he was venting. You know what I mean? It's just, I, I love the last 10 minutes like the rest of us. Just don't, don't come up to me and tell me, oh, dude, that special was great. It was hilarious. You know? If you're really honest, it was not hilarious. You weren't laughing your ass off the entire time. And you were waiting for the end. And you know what? I have no problem with any of it. So, uh, let's see. You can tell that slap uh, still hurt him. Of course it did, bro. That's a humongous embarrassment in front of everybody. Even if, you, even if we're all behind him, Chris Rock, and not Will, it's still tough for him to go through it. And, and it's on video, and it's going to be you know, part of whatever. And every time we have an award show, it's going to be brought up. So, yeah, he, he has to relive it. it. It's a lot like, it's not the perfect analogy, but it's a lot like people that are abused. And then they've got to go to court, and they've got to relive it. And it's just tough. And sometimes this is why people that get abused, they don't report it because they don't want to keep reliving it with the authorities, with confronting their abuser, with going to court and all that. It's been such an embarrassing situation. They just want to bury it and move on. You know what I mean? And, and in this case, it's kind of the same thing. So, yeah, I'm with you. Uh, Dave Chappelle is, oh God, yes. Uh, all of Dave Chappelle's stand-ups were way funnier. Chris Rock's stand-ups are awesome. I'm just saying this one was not. Not even close. Mediocre. Okay. Uh, Joseph Bell asked, our QB's off-season focus is to fall correctly, no getting faster or stronger to escape the pocket better. How embracing if you ever wonder what, she at QB just think jujitsu, dumbest thing. Hey, Joseph Bell, before you talk stupid shit, you know what sounds stupid? Somebody that's misinformed, you dumbass. Okay? Why don't you go listen to Tua's trainer? He's there on our platform. I just interviewed him a couple days ago. Or it was last week. Last week. He gave us 40 minutes. Why don't you go listen to see what they're doing with Tua? It's a lot more than jujitsu. So before you open your mouth, okay, since you're stupid and misinformed and uneducated, you shouldn't talk about something. 
You get it? I'm not going to talk about nuclear physicists, okay? Because I'm not a physicist. I'm not a nuclear physicist. So I can't. I can't talk about nuclear science. I can't tell you about this or that because I am misinformed, uneducated about it. Okay? But you may want to go listen to Tua's trainer, but I get it. You're so blindly hating Tua and dying for him to you know, fail since you probably thought he couldn't play. You want to go find something about jujitsu. And since you don't actually follow the story and don't know exactly what Tua is doing and you didn't listen to our interview with the trainer and you don't listen to this platform often and that's why you're misinformed on the Dolphins and you're probably listening to Scott Zolak and Josina Anderson to get your Dolphins information, this is why you, Mr. Bell, are saying stupid shit. He's not just working on jujitsu. So go listen to the interview and find out. Get educated before you open your mouth. Next time, ask, hey, oh, is he doing more than jujitsu? And then maybe I will actually tell you. This is the problem in our world. Right here. Okay? People are unprepared, uneducated. Like that miserable bitch, Marjorie Taylor Greene. She brings up that these two kids ended up dying from, uh, what was it, COVID? No, from fentanyl. And she starts going after Biden for allowing all the fentanyl and all that stuff, which we do a shitty job at the border. You know what's the part that Marjorie Taylor Greene left out? Do you know? Do you know anything about this story, Sean? The two guys died during the Trump era. They got fentanyl during Trump while he was in office, which, again, we've had fentanyl coming in with Obama and Bush and Trump and Biden and whatever and everybody. But that stupid bitch is uninformed, uneducated, right? And she goes out there and makes a complete ass of herself. You can at least find people that just died under this you know, regime here, then maybe you can blame it on him if you want, if that's what your political ass wants to do. So there you go, Joseph Bell. That's the problem in our world. You probably read the headlines and you don't read the article. You're that dude. Uh, one, uh, one, more, one more warning for you, Joseph Bell, and others, although a lot of them usually... They know already because they've experienced it. They've watched it. If you're going to come on to the chat board and you're going to talk about something, what should you be prepared? Okay? Because more often than not, I'm prepared. Uh, I figured O would lay the smack down on Joseph Bell. It's just so stupid. It's like, if you don't know what's going on, don't talk about it, man. My favorite part is when he addressed the slap is when he said, the man who did concussions gave me a concussion. <laughs> he also, yeah. do you think it still hurts? It hurts so much, I'm still hearing summertime. <laughs> That's the, it, it was the last 10 minutes, bro. That's it. The last 10 minutes. The rest of it is not even worth watching. 
It really isn't. There was actually a part where he it was like uncomfortable. The stuff he was talking about with, you know, getting laid and I'm trying to screw Doja Cat and all that. It's kind of awkward for an older guy to be. It's kind of, you know, that was kind of weird. I'm telling you, it was all forced. It was like he forced all this material before the, the juicy stuff at the end. It's, that's, at least that's what it felt like to me. Have you watched it yet? Sean? Right, so you just remembered the end. Because the rest wasn't right. Right, exactly. Right, yeah. Yeah. He's a dolphin. He's another dolphin hater that claims to be a fan, same as these other podcasters who do nothing but insult the organization for not giving up uh, their assets for a QB, saying they don't want with. They don't want to win. <laughs> All they prove is that they want to win. They uh, obviously want to... Everything has to, you know, fall into place. Too extreme. What's up, Big O, Sean, and chat? Joseph Bell has left the chat. Oh, maybe he went to go watch a, 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 a... Maybe he needs to go watch an interview and get an education. I came prepared with my elephant ear knowledge. Yes, you did, Michael Lehman. Yes, you did. You brought it. The last five minutes of Chris Rock's special was worth it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. Uh, let's see. I cringe when he said that Doja Cat part. Yeah. It, uh, there, there was some stuff that was, I'm telling you, dude, it was all forced. It, it's, it's, that's, the, that's the only bad part about the special. It was forced. But then again, Chris needs to get paid, bro. You know, Netflix, I'm sure, gave up a lot of money for that special. And how many people are turning on that special and everybody knows, oh, dude, go to the end, and that's where he talks about it. I bet you how many people are now skipping most of it and going to the end. And that, Right? Because if you're a friend, right, like if a buddy of mine calls me and says, Hey, oh, did you watch uh, the, the, the Chris Rock one? I said, yeah, bro. What'd you think? I said, listen, don't watch any of it. Go all the way to the end. Watch the last 10 minutes. That's it. Watch the last 10 minutes talking about Chris Rock and Jada. That's all it is. The rest is garbage. That's what I would tell a friend of mine. And then I'd tell him, go watch Bigger and Blacker again. Go watch it eight times. Because I can watch Bigger and Blacker over and over and over and over again. I'll never watch that special ever again. Never. I can wa I've seen Richard Pryor on the Sunset Strip. I don't know how many times. Okay? I don't know how many times I've seen Raw and Delirious. Obviously, Delirious first, then Raw. Right? It was Delirious first, then Raw? Right? Is that how it goes? Or Raw, then Delirious? The second one wasn't as good as the first one because the first one is one of the, like, all-time classic stand-ups of all time. Like, it's top five of... I don't care what comedians you want to mix in, but that first one from Eddie, I think, I think you're right. I think it is Raw. I think Delirious was the one when he was in purple. Raw's in red, Delirious in purple, I want to say. Big O, you make me sick. Hey, man, that's what my wife says all the time. So at least I have a skill set that's pretty damn good. Okay? 
Uh, Big O, sorry I missed most of the show. Did any news or potential free agent rumors to Miami break? Nah. Nah. Nothing there. Nah. Nah. Um, do, 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 do. What else do we have? Big O, what's your favorite Biggie song? 83 was what? Which one? Oh, so it is Delirious first, then Raw second. Delirious is what? Delirious is one of the greatest stand-ups of all time, dude. All freaking time. Okay, that is for me. Just like you can watch it over in a loop. So. Um, Bam out of bio really grabbed a grabbed. Yeah, I know, huh? Yesterday, that was tough, dude. Uh, Bam out of bio had 17 points and one rebound. He also only shot 11 times. And you know, when you make eight of 11, come on, baby, let's go shoot a few more. You're shooting at a good clip, so yeah, it sucked. Although, I, I gotta give Jimmy a lot of love. Because he still produced 28 points, five rebounds, five assists, two steals. And he went to L.A. the night before. Like, he flew there and back. That's crazy. Like, everybody's legs normally would have been dead by doing all of that. And somehow he must he, – he knew he had to bring it last night because you can't justify going there and then having a crappy night. So he played his ass off. But the, the team is just not good, man. They don't shoot enough threes. They're, they're a terrible three-point shooting team. And in this era of basketball, it's just ridiculous, dude. It really is. Um, oh, uh, Notorious Thugs. Um, get money. Um, uh. Notorious B.I.G. is actually a fun song. I like that one. Um, I'm trying to think of something else. Oh, I love the dough. Which I do love the dough. Good one. A little juicy. Sky's the limit. Hypnotize. Who shot you? He has a lot, bro. His Biggie's voice is, you know, for me, Chuck D's my favorite of all time. That's my favorite voice. To me, that's the greatest rap voice of all. Not the greatest rapper. Not saying the greatest rapper. But my favorite voice is Chuck D. Uh, but Biggie's voice is right up there, dude. Okay? Right up there. It is magical. The way that thing flows. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Uh, today's generation couldn't handle Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy, Archie Bunker, George Jefferson. Yeah, no, they, they could not. They're too, they're too soft. They're too soft. You're right about that. I like Hypnotize and Brooklyn's Finest. Why Jay-Z is fire. And he's, by the way, Jay-Z's really good in concert. I've seen him in concert, and he's really, really good in concert. Rap is, rap is one of those things that's very, very iffy live, you know? 
some some rappers are not good live. They're just studio, you know. And there's nothing wrong with that, but there, rap is one of those that is hard to translate to live. Run DMC was phenomenal live, you know. Some can do it, and then some aren't that good, you know. Uh, I saw Young Jeezy once, and wasn't that impressed. You go see Lupe Fiasco, and he's absolutely phenomenal, you know? And what I love about Lupe is that he'll freestyle a lot, too. And he is fantastic. By the way, if you ever go see Lupe Fiasco, just a little tip, okay? Look to each side of the stage just in case his girlfriend's uh, there with him. Because uh, when I saw him at uh, Revolution Live... His girlfriend was standing on the side of the stage. And I got to tell you something. Lupe did very well for himself. Okay? Very well for himself. That's all I can tell you. Nate Dogg had the best voice in the hip-hop game. Rest in peace, Nate Dogg, by the way. Of all time, in my opinion, his hooks were amazing. He did have a great voice. You're right about that. Haven't listened to rap uh, ever since Eric B. and Rakim. Damn. Damn. Looking for a master plan. Deaf with the record. Deaf with the record. Thinking of a master plan. Deaf with the record. Deaf with the record. Because ah, ain't nothing but sweat inside my hand. All right. Damn, you've... you like... You gave up on rap a while back. Damn, you don't like... I, listen, I, I hate most of the mumble bullshit rap that goes on nowadays. Okay? But there is a Kendrick Lamar. There's a J. Cole. There's a Lupe Fiasco. You know, there are, there are some pretty good rappers still. Some. Not a lot. It's not a lot left. There's no, it's nothing like the 80s and the 90s. Okay? Today's rap is garbage next to the 90s and the 80s, okay? That, that, that I will give it to you, you know? But there's still some good new rappers out. Not a lot. Not a lot, but yeah. That mumble rap stuff is the worst, dude. God, that shit is terrible. Holy moly. That is just like flat-out garbage. If you want garbage, a lot of the rap nowadays, yeah, straight-up garbage. Zero talent. Uh, Eric B., I ain't no joke. Great one. Eric B. and Rakim is early 80s rap. Yep. Yep. Yeah. A little into... Eric B. was still around in the early 90s. Yeah. Yeah. So, there you go. I'm a papa guy. I don't blame you. Great tune. Uh, what else do we have? I think uh, I've covered everything today. Heat lose to the Cavs last night. 24 turnovers. They got Cleveland again uh, tomorrow night. Panthers are off tonight. They take on the Blackhawks tomorrow at FLA Live Arena. Marlins are off today. They start with the Nationals tomorrow. They're 1-9. and nine. Why did Bruce Sherman have to talk shit? Like, oh, we can compete and all that. And, like... I I ripped him that day for that yes. because I knew from that moment, I've been saying it, they still don't have enough offense. 
What has been the problem so far? They don't have enough offense. But but I remember the Marlins usually they they're like Manny Diaz. They win the the Marlins are usually pretty good in spring training. Then they hit the season and they're terrible. Oh yeah, I so maybe I get, they're trying to. What's going on? I don't know. I don't Something know. Just somebody somebody hit some big <laughs> stuff, bro, because people are running over to that yeah, table to go see it. Started. Like something's going on, boy. Some yeah. Yelling and yeah, yeah. Well, you know, and we start talking about the Marlins. Look what happens. Us, us Latin folks, we get uh, we get very uh, emotional, especially when yeah, we yeah, only had a pair of twos. You only had a pair of twos. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but it, it's just no. But they haven't been able. Although it's just irresponsible against Israel. You, you have to the know. bats came alive, man. The bats came alive. Eleven runs. But you have to know what you have. You have to be honest with people. I I, I didn't need him to come out and say, "Hey, folks, we're not going to be very good this year." But just say, "Hey, I'm excited. We got a lot of young guys. I'm looking forward to seeing them grow." You're not saying you're going to win or anything. You're just saying you're excited to see him grow. And that's it. And you leave it at that. He's got to keep the fluff up. Doesn't he have like 20 partners that he's got to keep in yeah. business here? Yeah. So he they can like afford them. <laughs> yeah, it's serious. No, you're joking. It's 16 no, owners no, it's like, in, that, it's like, in that group. It's crazy. You know? I, think but I, got, I got 120th of an ownership in the Marlins probably. <laughs> I mean, come on, dude. But why would you tell people that when you clearly can't compete? You're hoping to get a crowd at the... Marlins Park. Some I mean, think about it. Think Drone about racing it. The, the owner talks bigger that. crowd. Yeah, but the owner and then talks. The World Baseball Classic's going to draw crazy numbers for you. Yeah, and then your team's going to go into that same building, and, and you better hope it's camp day every day. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah, they should. that's the only thing that's going to help you. That's what they should do. <laughs> Rotate. Yeah, yeah. camp days. Uh, or like uh, southern part of Dade comes today. Yeah. Northern part of Dade next week. Plus in Palm Beach. Then the <laughs> southern part of Broward one week, and then the northern part of Broward another week, then the southern part of West Palm Beach, and the northern part, and then go down to Monroe County, yeah, too, and treat bringing, them. Yeah. And, uh, it's, yeah, I think that you got, you're got you on to something. Yep. Just it. invite s- schools from all over to come on over, and that's yeah. it. Or, or, as I said before, do like Inter-Miami did for the outfield Get the, have people buy the seats and just put those up. So it looks like there's people out there when there's none. And just hope home runs don't hit somebody. That's it. I like it. I like it. The owner just talks like they could be really good, and it, it's just not fair. And I looked at the team right away. You know, I had a guy reach out to me. Only one guy, because, of course, we're talking about the Marlins. Nobody really gives a shit about them. But some guy goes to me, oh, hey, I think the Marlins might be pretty good this year. And that's because you fall into this hype. You listen to the owner. And I, I immediately answered the guy, check back with me in July when you figured out that they don't have enough offense. Like, I figured it out now in March that they don't have offense. But, you know, it'll take some people a, a couple months to figure out, hey, uh, they can't really score runs. Of course not. They don't have enough bats. And I like the trades they made, by the way. I love the kid they picked up from Minnesota. He can play, but it's still not enough. It's a problem. Yes. Somewhat of an update in the Sean Kemp story. Oh, okay. What do we got? Um, Thursday afternoon, the uh, I'm sorry, Adam Faber, uh, spokesman for the Pierce County Prosecutor's Office, okay. said in an email statement Tuesday afternoon that no charges were immediately being filed against Kemp and that he was being released from jail pending further investigation. Okay. Yeah, because some people say it's, it's, they stole something from him and that he was defending himself. 
Yeah. He has two licensed cannabis stores in Seattle. And it goes on some other stuff in here, too. See, now I can understand you staying fat with cannabis stores. Okay, that makes sense. You get the munchies. Okay, let's, let's wait till everything comes in on camp, and then maybe we can actually, you know, formulate an opinion. I don't know what's real and what's Memorex. I just don't know. Neither do you. You know what I mean? So I don't want to pick on the guy if he's, you know, maybe he was just defending himself. Like some of the stories say that they stole his phone or something, and he tracked the phone down. And the guy had his phone in the car, and then the guy saw him, and he shot at him, and Kemp shot back. This story's even more vague. I mean, this is why also why there's right. so many different things. This is what this one says. Tacoma police said they arrested a 53-year-old man after shooting in a parking lot near the Tacoma Mall on Wednesday. But a spokesman, spokeswoman, I'm sorry, Thursday did not confirm whether that was Kemp. The shooting followed an altercation between two people and two vehicles. One car fled, and a gun was recovered, police said. That's it. We got to wait. Got to wait. We don't know. Okay? We don't know. We have no idea. Maybe Kemp went crazy, or maybe Kemp was just defending himself from some crazy person. We have no idea. We'll find out. Um, I was all about the East-West Coast back then. Uh, Still listen to it today as my main music. And, of course, Bone from Cleveland. Bone, Thugs, and Harmony. Is that what you're talking about? Uh, Marlins are still, yes, dolphin time. They are still around. Yes, if you go out in the ocean, you'll see them swimming. All the time. You can try to catch one, too. Big O, I took my daughter to the Marlins-Braves game here in Atlanta. Jazz Chisholm, the only reason we went. Well, <laughs> you know, <laughs> thank you, Devin, for it. Devin, thank you for the super chat. The best part about the, the Jazz Chisholm story is that we had idiots last year complaining about Jazz Chisholm. Like, seriously? Like, he's, the, he's like one of the few reasons why you would watch the Marlins. He's like one of the few really good players on the team. He has a ton of personality. He's fun to watch. That's the problem. The baseball unwritten rules. You yeah. can't have fun. No, you can't have fun. fun I, wish, I wish we had uh, eight eight Jazz Chisholms, and a Sandy every night. Okay? And we're good. Give me a player like Jazz Chisholm all the time. Are you kidding me? And we had idiots complaining about him last year. And I'm like, are you serious? Your team sucks. The only reason I would watch them is for Sandy and for Jazz. Like, that's the reason why I'm watching the Marlins. So Jazz gets me to watch every night just to see what he does. And then, obviously, every five days, I'm going to marvel at Sandy. And we had idiots complaining about Jazz having too much color, too much pizzazz. Give me a break, dude. Baseball doesn't have enough color. That's the problem with baseball. We missed all the color. It's all gone. They take the fun out of the damn game. That's why you got no fans. That's why your fans are old and dying. It's freaking hilarious, dude. Baseball doesn't realize all their fans are dying and they can't find new ones. And why? Because you don't make your damn game fun. You know, young people want to have fun. And baseball players are... And I want want as much Jazz Chisholm as possible, dude. 
Jazz is fun to watch. He's one of the only reasons why I'll be watching the Miami Marlins. Knowing that they're going to suck, knowing that they're not going to score a lot of runs, knowing that they're going to lose most of their games, but I'll be watching because Jazz will get me to watch and Sandy will get me to watch. And the, and the, and the new second baseman will get me to watch. The kid they traded for, he's a player. He'll get on base. He'll help out a little bit. Thank you, Devin, for the super chat. Remember, you can make a donation through Cash App or Venmo at Cash Big O Show. That is Cash Big O Show at Cash App or Venmo. And, of course, you know what my favorite is? It's a Bitcoin donation. Like my man Isais made a Bitcoin donation yesterday. We always, there's nothing like a Bitcoin donation, man. Love that. All right, baseball needs to bring back the Ricky Hendersons, the Tim Raines, of course, dude. Ozzie Smith, Joe Morgan, John Crock, um, whatever, bro. There was all kinds of guys that were characters in baseball. It was fun, man. And bring back Billy Martin, for Christ's sake. Yes, it's, it's baseball. It's God. Last year, that drove me crazy when they were picking on Jazz Chisholm. Drove me crazy. Like, seriously. We're going to pick on one of the only guys that we want on the team. <laughs> anyway, we're out of here. We thank Robert Jones. If you missed the Dolphins starting left guard and also filling in at right guard in a key moment late in the season, uh, Alan Pupart, Andy Behrens, Steve Calabro, uh, we thank all of them for joining us. You can rewind and check it out, or if not, uh, Sean Stanley will be posting those uh, audio clips and video clips, and he rants and rip jobs and all kinds of good stuff. Uh, you can find it there on our, on our website, on our YouTube page. Please subscribe, hit the like button. Thank you very much out there, uh, and uh, hit the notification bell. That way you know every time we're on, a crypto show goes on, the wrestling show goes on, you will know because you hit the notification bell and you'll get that uh, warning on your phone and they'll tell you that we are broadcasting, we are live. We'll see you tomorrow morning, live from Canesware in Davie. All right, we'll be out there 10 to 1 and uh, I've got a surprise for you uh, tomorrow morning. You might want to tune in, it'll be pretty cool. See you tomorrow.